Hello, Common Ground. Evan here, back on the Common Ground podcast. Uh, We took a bit of a break because the last series that we were in really was just not made for the podcast. And so now that we are in this new Advent series on covenants, I am going to take the time here on the podcast to focus on one thing and one thing alone, and that is the concept of covenants or biblical covenants. And I don't know how many parts this is going to have. I'm hoping to just kind of keep these as 10 to 12 minute chunks. So it could honestly end up as uh, 10 to 12 chunks as we go through some of the covenants um, that we're not going to be covering on Sunday. And as we continue to understand what exactly a covenant is. Um, and so that's going to be what we're, we will do for the next few weeks and for the next few installments of the Common Ground podcast is look at this concept of covenants. Look at how important it is for understanding the Bible, understanding God, and understanding our relationship to him. And as we learn certain um, different important stories in the scriptures, which all revolve around these covenants, uh, hopefully this podcast is going to be able to help us to do that as we dig into this very important concept and this very important major theme in the Bible. So thanks for joining here as we learn what is a covenant. All right, so looking at this concept of covenants, uh, one of the most important reasons I think that we should study covenants is because covenants help us to understand the Bible. Um, I think a lot of us now understand that the Bible is, you know, it's 66 different books put together, um, but it's also really one book because it's not just a bunch of isolated theology books, right? We know that the Bible is united in purpose. Um, it, it has one unified theme and covenants are really one of those themes. Um, the idea that God makes covenants with mankind, um, really is what a lot of people say is the meta narrative, the overarching theme of the entire Bible of the collection of scripture. Um, it's all about these covenants that God makes with mankind that come to culmination in Christ and that come to Christ coming and fulfilling that in the very end. Um, And so covenants are really important to study if we want to understand the Bible. Also, covenants are really important if we want to understand God. Uh, J.I. Packer, um, the great theologian, he said that one of the main ways through which we should read the Bible or, you know, a foundational question that we should be asking ourselves as we read through the Bible is what does this tell me about God? What does this tell me about God? And as we go through the covenants, we learn a lot about who God is because of these. They seem like these really weird legal contracts and these weird like rules and laws that God institutes with people. Um, But if we actually look into what these things tell us about God, um, we just see so much of his character come through. Just like this last week, um, we looked at that very odd story of God instructing Abraham to cut these animals in half. And it seems like just this disconnected, weird story um, that might make people come to some strange conclusions about what God is like. But what we really see out of that is God is loving. God is loving and God will do anything. Even he will do all the work um, to keep mankind, to keep Abraham and that promised family in relationship with him. And so really covenants tell us a lot about God. They tell us a lot about God and I think it's important. And because there is no relationship with God outside of covenants, covenants really help us to understand how we are to relate to God and basically how our lives should be lived. Um, It helps us to see that God's plan was unfolded through Jesus Christ. And frankly, I think if 
more people study covenants, uh, more people would believe in Jesus um, because they would see that he's the fulfillment of these old plans and contracts, these covenants with mankind. And so those are kind of the three main reasons I think we should look into these because it helps us to understand the Bible, helps us to understand God, and helps us to understand ourselves and how we relate to God. So uh, looking at some definitions, I gave you guys uh, just a textbook definition on Sunday about what a covenant is. The reason I didn't cite the author is because it is from a textbook that has about a dozen authors and I ain't about to uh, APA format all those things on a slide because it would just look ridiculous. But kind of the textbook definition of a covenant is that a covenant is a formalized agreement between persons establishing the conditions of their relationship. Okay. A formalized agreement between persons establishing the conditions of their relationship. Uh, there's another definition uh, that I get from Peter Gentry in his book on Old Testament theology, where it talks about how covenants, covenants are a pact between persons establishing the conditions of their relationship. And I'll just have to apologize for the Chewbacca noises that you might hear in the background. Yeah, that's Willow uh, at the moment. Uh, whenever I start to record these podcasts, she just really begins to manifest and starts to become an adversary. So I'm going to have to go uh, shut this door and get her out of there at the moment. All right, we can focus now. So those are uh, two of the different definitions that we look at when it comes to what a covenant is. And now let's look at, uh, let's look at, a little more that'll explain what exactly a covenant is. And that's what we're going to really do today is just figure out what exactly it is. Um, one of the main things to understand is that covenants, they presuppose relationships. Um, you know, a covenant is not the start of a relationship. They actually presuppose relationships or they actually are just taking a relationship to the next level. Uh, we see this with Abraham and God. He already had a relationship with God, but this covenant was taking it to the next level. And we can understand this when we look at, you know, I guess the only real way in which we use covenants in our vernacular today is when we think of marriage and the marriage covenant. Most of the time, especially in our culture, the day of the wedding is not going to be the beginning of the relationship, right? That wasn't when you just met. Um, that's just the day when you decided to take it to another level, okay? That's the day that the relationship moved from dating to marriage, but it was not the beginning of the relationship. And so all the covenants that we see in scripture are between God and people who already had relationships or between people and people who already had relationships. And this is the next level of commitment and of love and of depth of that relationship. One of the main purposes of a covenant is to solidify that commitment, right? That covenants require this commitment, okay? They really provide this binding sense. Um, as we talked about the animals being cut in half in the Abrahamic covenant, there is this commitment that if one does not hold to their end of the bargain, then it's as if to say, may I be as dead as this animal. And as we look through some of the other covenants, um, like you'll see the covenant between Abra Abraham and Abimelech in Genesis chapter 21, uh, where they were basically fighting over a well and they had to make um, one another swear um, to deal kindly with one another over the use of this well. They required commitment out of the other person. 
commit that we are going to share this and use this and that you are going to seek my good and that it's not going to be, I guess, like a commitment-free thing. Uh -huh. But one of the important things um, when it comes to commitment, obviously, is this is one of the main ways that we relate to God is through these committed covenants. Um, because especially as we talked about this last Sunday, if covenants are one of the main ways that we see God's love expressed to us, then we have to understand that there cannot be true love, or at least the kind of love that God expresses, without commitment, um, without loyalty. Um, God doesn't just show us this puppy love, this mushy love, without any commitment. And we understand this, that there has to be commitment, faithfulness, loyal love, and the emotional feeling of affection and goodwill towards. Um, you have to balance both the, the lovey-dovey puppy love and the commitment of this relationship. And we talked about how really the reason for that um, with us is because of our lack of commitment, because of sin. Um, so we have to be bound um, by this commitment. And uh, when it comes to covenants, one of the main things to understand about the covenants between God and man is that the covenants between God and man, even though they involve two parties, um, which is a requirement, covenants cannot be made um, between one person. Uh, covenants must involve at least two parties. Uh, however, when it comes to covenants between man and man, uh, oftentimes, you know, men will negotiate the different, um, tr like different, aspects of the covenant, the different agreements in it, and you'll be able to give and take in this case. But when we look at the covenants in the Bible, uh, we see that God's covenants with mankind are unilateral. They are one-sided. Human covenants might be bilateral where you can negotiate the terms. Uh, you know, if you are having a roommate or, a, or if you're a renter or you're renting out a property, then you'll negotiate. Okay, I want this room. You get that room, blah, blah, blah. This is your food, this is my food, or hey, this is how much you're going to pay for utilities, whatever. Uh, and you can negotiate how you will relate in this different contract. But when it comes to the covenants with God, every time that we see a covenant in the scriptures, um, and we looked at that chart on Sunday where it showed the different covenants, every time we look at those covenants between God and man, man had no input. <laughs> God basically decides the terms, and he says, listen... Here's how you are going to relate to me, and here's how I'm going to relate to you. And you can accept it, or you can deny it, um, but this is just how it's going to be. And that's how God's covenants work. God comes to man, and he doesn't, you know, mankind do not have a say in how to relate to him. Uh, we don't get to add or subtract things from the covenant. He didn't submit a proposal. Uh, God just lays out the conditions. Hey, here it is. And so we are essentially just the recipients of the covenant. We just receive it. So we can either accept it, uh, re re receive it, or reject it there. Um, but we can't change it. Uh, and especially when it comes to the covenants that God makes, um, we see that God is always the initiator. Um, it was never any person going to God and initiating the covenant saying, hey, God, how about you and I make this deal? God always beat them to it. God was the initiator of the covenant. So he was the one who brought this forward, and he is the one who essentially came up with the idea. 
And as we see um, throughout the Old Testament, God was the first one to make covenants, and he was the most common one to make covenants. You know, there were humans who were making covenants between one another, um, but God really showed himself to be a covenant-making God, and he was always the one seeking out people and approaching people with these deals, that he is a covenant-making God, that he is the one who is going to create these things. And it's our responsibility to accept it or reject it, um, but that's the only option. There's no changing it. And so that's really showing how there is no relationship with God outside of it. God basically says, here are the conditions. You can be my people and live according to this covenant, and then we're in relationship. We're good to go. Or you cannot have this covenant, and you will be separated from me. You will not be my people. And so it's really important to understand that he is the one who makes these covenants with us. Um, but of course, he makes these covenants because he desires relationship. Um, it's only through these covenants that we can, you know, reflect, you know, the same committed love that he has towards us, that we can reflect the faithfulness that he has towards us to him. Um, in some way, we can show back um, committed love and faithfulness to him. And we really see in these covenants that he makes with us that he is so committed to the relationships um, with mankind that he sent his son to die for us, right? To keep this covenant, to be that flaming fire pot that went between the two halves that walked the bloody aisle, so to speak. And then Jesus, um, he would be the one basically cut in half as the one cut for the covenant. And then he would be the one to uh, walk the aisle, so to speak, um, with his blood poured out to us. And so we really see God holding up his end, being faithful and committed and we see his love in that. And so covenants really are important to help us to understand his purpose, to help us to understand that he has this big purpose throughout history to bring humanity, to bring men and women back to a place of relationship with him, um, back to the place um, where we were created to be in Eden um, before sin caused us to fall away and to need to be separated from him. And so he made these covenants to keep us in relationship with him. And then he's the one who did all the work uh, especially in the new covenant. He did all the work. Jesus is the one who gave his body for us. We simply accept it by faith. So that is just a brief explanation or a long definition of covenants and the importance of them. We'll get into some of the specific covenants in the upcoming episodes. So there's your definition of covenants. There's why it's important. Uh, covenants are important to help us to understand the Bible because as you go through it, you're going to see that word. You are going to see this come up as you read the scripture. And I guarantee it, it's going to confuse you. And so it's important to understand these so that we can work through the Bible and be able to understand how God deals with us and to be able to see God's character revealed um, in the scriptures because this is key to who he is. Uh, and then we looked at, you know, just some of the nature of the covenants that God creates with man, how really they are to show his love for us, how his love is not just mushy and not just emotional, but it's committed, it's loyal. Um, it's not just something that is willy-nilly, but it is intentional and committed. Um, and we really see that he's the one uh, who pursued us. He initiated these covenants to us and he laid out the terms. He basically came with these things and said, hey, I'm God, you are not. So enter into this covenant with me to be in relationship with me. And honestly, this should be 
such an encouraging, interesting thing to see that the God of the universe, uh, who has created everything, uh, desires to be in relationship with us. And so he, he has made these covenants. He has made these conditions for us to be allowed in relationship with him, um, to bring us back to relationship with him and to show his love, to show his character to us. Uh, so hopefully uh, this has sparked something in your heart and mind, has sparked a curiosity for reading the scriptures and understanding this key aspect of them, to understand a key aspect of who God is and how we relate to him. So grace and peace. Thanks for listening. Tune into the next episodes as we continue to dig into this concept.